divine dolls and my divine sirs. I hope that all is well. Um, At the time that I'm recording this, it is Sunday. And it's one of those things where the weekends are made for fun and to be out and about. But sometimes, you know, your body will just tell you like, you need to just sit down and relax and take it easy. (laughs) So, you know, I if you've been listening to the past couple, I really wanted to do um, another divine feminine reading or an art, uh, African goddess rising. I have that deck on the bed here with me. Um, I'll probably do it a little bit later, but there's just something about the energy today. In spite of Aries season, in spite of, you know, the, the rush and the drive and the thrill of everything new, um, even the past couple of podcasts, I noticed that at 12 midnight, one in the morning, and even at 5 p.m., you'd be hearing the birds singing in the background and the vibrancy. But even with today, um, it's so quiet and it's so peaceful and it's so serene. And I just wanted to honor, you're probably going to see in the title, it has to do with self-care. It's been a while since I've pulled from this deck. Um, But um, let me go ahead and, and start shuffling. I do have the Tibetan singing bowls at a frequency of 936 hertz, which is the God frequency. Um, in the background and it's so low and it's just adding to the peace and the sereneness around me. Um, looking outside, the sun is outside. Is, of course, it's out, but it's it's reminding me of summer, but with spring, everything is so fresh and green and the trees outside, the greenery. Um, it's just really nice. So just want to encourage you that in the midst of the rush and the pull of everything, just take a little bit of time out to practice some self-care. Um, and I'm always reminded with this deck. This deck is um, it's inspirational card deck and guidebook. It doesn't say who the um, author who put it together. But... Oh, yes, by Caitlin Scholl. Um, But even the cards come in a, it's kind of like a blanket material. It's so soft. It's almost like a baby blanket um, with with a really cute, like, bow on there. And you have to be so gentle with these cards. You can barely hear it. Let's see if you can hear it with, with the shuffling. And, um... I will try to put a timestamp of when the actual card gets pulled, but it's times like this where I'm always reminded that you kind of learn to tap in to how you feel when you're waiting for something and you pay attention to if you're tense or if you feel rushed or if you want to hop off or log off or something is not moving fast enough for you or how does it make you feel? How is your body responding? And, um, here we go. Uh, I will finish this thought. You know, it, it 
once I started doing tarot, I'm no longer, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm on the verge of quote unquote, retiring myself. Not that I'm in the age of retirement, but I will not have to work for anyone any uh, anymore. Looking forward to making that announcement later this year. But when I started to work with these decks, I started to notice that when I'm providing a service, right? Because I used to work as an, as an administrative assistant, I, I, um, it took me back to that moment when I'm trying to get something done and feeling like I'm not good enough, not pushing fast enough, not getting things done quick enough and feeling the push and the toll. And so here I am on the back end of it and feeling that again. And, and, but being in a place and in a consciousness where it's like, wow, I just looked down at the card that fell out. This is going to be so good. And now I understand, you know what? I know I'm, I'm moving in divine timing. I'm doing the best I can. And it, every time I've pulled cards, it has come out in perfection. And the right right card and the right message and the synchronicities are, have always just blown my mind. Same thing like, with, what, like what I'm going to read off here. The card that fell out. Okay. Solitude is where I place my chaos to rest and awaken my inner peace. And that quote is by Nikki Rowe. And it says, in one, um, at the bottom, they kind of have a little bit more for you. It says, in one hand, you hold your wildness. In the other, your quietness. Draw from each hand as needed. And, you know, um... It's funny because as I'm thinking in the past on our journey and how we've been doing this, I I usually come in on Monday with the big bang, with the big, you know, have a powerful, upbeat and productive week and going in with drive. And if we're ever going to see that energy again um, and moving forward, it's going to be um, in this Aries moment with the spring and the fresh and the vibrancy and the passion and everything, right? But what what do we do leading up to that point? How do we recharge, right? Because I'm talking, I was talking a little bit earlier about for those of us who are still in the workplace, who still have the demands, you know, of life, the the pull. Um, at the end of the day, I still have to prepare for the week or or face the week that that is ahead with me and I have my responsibilities that I have to take care of right and so it's like this is just a very gentle reminder you know to take that moment of solitude um as I'm looking around me um I probably will catch up with some family and friends a little bit later today but um and and really I should have been out and about but I'm just honoring that time. And like I said, I think that it's about honoring your peace and your sanity. It's a part of us. Um, I love this because this really talks to me about maybe the work week that we have ahead. And you're going to be called to maybe just, yes, we're going to be in the throes of action, um, inspiration, motivated action, inspired action, ambition, drive. Um, But 
even if you need to take, you know, 15 minutes a day to just give yourself solitude by yourself with peace, it says, is where I place my chaos to rest and awaken my inner peace. And I love it because it kind of speaks to the, when you think about your mind, your mind is like a garden and you have to cultivate it and learn how to, how to, um, it's, it's, Oh, it's like a word that can't come to my mind, but learn how to mother it or how to nurture your mind. I think sometimes we think that our mind is kind of just left to its own reign and we're kind of a little bit harsh or um, neglectful. But this is about you saying, all right, my mind is doing so many things for me. It's it's helping me with my creative process. It's helping me to stay disciplined and on time and to remember where I need to go and um, helping me to communicate and to and to plan and to organize, right? But we we know it's doing that, but we also need to um, tap in and create a space for our mind to place our chaos to rest. And it talks about, you know, we talk a lot about um, do the inner work, do the shadow work, right? This is an example of what that looks like. When we say, oh, you're going to need to do the shadow work, the spiritual journey, you have to do the inner work. And we use it as a blanket statement. But this is very practical advice. And it gives you a visualization of what inner work looks like. Okay. Now that you raised your consciousness just a little bit between the time that I started this podcast and now, now you understand that you have to be intentional about creating a space of solitude where you mentally, because you know what I'm trying to, it's coming out in little bite-sized pieces, right? It's the umbilical cord from my heart to yours, right? From my spiritual womb to yours, right? It's like, we've been doing a lot of affirmations. I, my bread and butter is affirmations. I'm doing affirmations every day throughout every moment of my life to the point where it's one of those things where it's, it's become my second voice, And we'll probably talk about that a little bit more. But in doing those affirmations, you start to prime your mind and there's visual practices when you're sitting there and when your eyes are closed and you can have been going through, you know, right? Let's say when you're going to lunch, let's just say for the average person who's going to work right? And now it's lunchtime or you're a mother and you have your children and now it's lunchtime and now they've gotten their little snacks and, and they're busy doing what they need to do. You sit down and, and you allow yourself to have some quiet and you go through the mental visualization of, you know, I would almost say the mantra or affirmation that goes with this is, I place my chaos to rest and awaken my inner peace. 
I place my chaos to rest and awaken my inner peace. And you go through and you think about any area that has chaos mentally, what it means for you to just place it in a river and let it gently float away from you, right? And what is coming down the river is a beautiful, you know, like when you go to those um, places where they have those huge tubs, um, that have like the beautiful trays, the floating trays with beautiful flowers on there. And they have like fruits, all kinds of fruits, like the carambola, the straw, straw fruit, dragon fruit, passion fruit, mangoes, strawberries, honeydew, pineapples, but it's like a floating tray. And so you're allowing yourself to just in my relationships, in my finances, in my parenting, in my love relationships, in my work relationships, I am putting all of those heavy burdens onto this boat and I'm letting that sail downstream away from me and laying that chaos to rest. And what is coming down the river is my inner peace, the beautiful things, the serenity, the peace, the balance, the harmony, right? And that visualization and allowing yourself to just breathe, you know, is is just so beautiful. So that's talking about to me cultivating your mind. Um, I do want to pull from the guidebook. So let me just move on to the next message here. But um, on this same card, it also says, and I love that, right? I think we were talking a little bit earlier about how right now, everybody's in a rush. It's, it's in a pace. Spring is here. You want to get out. The sun is out. Bikini season ready, ready to go out, drive along the coastline, ready to start new things. Um, restrictions on the pandemic have lifted. Um, but energetically, whether you believe in tarot or not, whether you believe in horoscopes or not, or planetary placements, you can feel it in the energy around you. And of course, with every Monday, there's that money-making Monday push and starting the week off strong. And a lot of us, we we are being reminded, in one hand, you hold your wildness, and in the other, your quietness. And we're being asked to balance both and um, the quietness and the serenity and the harmony really does help you to enjoy the wildness that much more and the freedom that much more. And the wildness allows you to enjoy the quietness that much more. And it's about honoring both spaces, right? It says, draw from each hand as needed. So this is what I love about this journey is, you know, we're not going to, we're no longer going to downplay, you know, oh, that person is too wild, you know, and on the spiritual journey, sometimes I feel like maybe we can also push this whole image of, oh, you're supposed to be all holy, sanctified and moisturized and just sitting on your duff and spiritual and always in that yoga pose, you know, where your um, legs are crossed and just with your, you know, your thumb to your middle finger, just like, oh, that's one part of it. Okay. And that's the space we're in right now. But guess what? Guess what? I mean, it really is about honoring both and um, cultivating both. And 
as much as you're going to have um, chaos, I love it because, <sighs> let me see if I can explain this the way it just came to me. We need quietness and peace. And the there's a, when we talk about like alchemy or transmuting energy, chaos is like the lower vibrational, but that's okay because that means that there's action happening and um, understand that chaos is not a permanent or fixed state. Um, but when you learn to take the peace and solitude and you know, remove what no longer serves you and add more of what works. Now you can explore your wildness the way that it needs to be. Um, I hope that that makes sense. It's almost kind of like a one plus one equals three type of process where um, wildness and quietness, um, I want to say one plus one minus one will probably still equal one maybe because what I'm trying to identify is you're going to have wildness and with wildness, there's action. Um, and then you subtract the chaos through the process of adding solitude and reflection and peace and confirmation that you're on the right path. And then that is where you will get a more, um, purified one it's like one plus one minus one or one minus one plus one still gives you one but it's refined it's like an alchemy process i hope that kind of makes sense the one that you started off with is um different than the one that you end out end up with at the end of the equation but it has to get filtered through or go through the fire of solitude and it's funny because it's not even fire it's water it's a water process is what I'm getting with this. This is kind of, um, it's funny because not everything, maybe not everything needs to be fire. Maybe the purification process doesn't always have to be, um, burdensome. Maybe getting through purification doesn't have to be kind of like as grueling and as horrific and as horrible as we've all experienced about going through the fire, right? Um, and even if the chaos is a fire, it's like pour some water on it, add some serenity, add some solitude, add that flowing river to wash away the things. And that's another way of purification. There's purification by fire, but there's also purification by peace, right? By peace of mind. Let's see what they have to say in this book, because I'm, I'm running a little bit short on time here. Um, and this, this, the guidebook, let's see, I have to go through almost every, <laughs> um, hmm. I just have to be patient and go through each one because they don't have it by, um, they don't have it by page numbers. So I just have to go through in one hand, in one hand, and just take that this little bit of time to just um, 
Think about some of the self-care process that you're going to do. Okay. As I'm getting through this. Let me turn up the music a little bit in the background so you can hear it while I'm doing this. I see. So it has to do with blue. Those are green. So let me go to blue. I just noticed that pattern. Is that blue? Okay. Okay. So I just learned something new about this one. Okay. Let me see. Hmm. These are beautiful messages. I need to do more of these. Um, oh, here we go. In one hand. Here we go. So this this card has to do with internal self-care. And it actually... So the blue cards have to do with... Give me one second here. Blue cards have to do with reflection. Definitely picked up on that reflecting energy. It's about um, stepping into the flow of time. Turning into the inner gaze. Wow, you guys. Releasing judgment. Reflecting on ways in which inner mirrors the outer. So for internal self-care, this has to do with your mental, your emotional, and your physical Okay, it says, what if the idea is that that chaos exists in the world is an illusion? What if it only exists within us, a silent inner twin, a wily wonder of explosion and expansion that we must learn to live with in some way? (laughs) I love it. It says, reflect upon your own relationship to chaos. Does it normally inspire you or supercharge or a super supercharge to your energy or does it drain you leaving you feeling avoidant or stressed Just for today picture an inner twin inside you that carries the rebel energy of chaos Instead of chaos being a force that conspires against you from the outside world Let yourself experience the power from within. This is beautiful energy. This is definitely dealing with some of the core things that can come up with Aries energy. This is deep, you guys. What structures in your life make you angry and want to rebel? What daily demands on societal parameters are the hardest for you to endure? Let your inner chaos disrupt them. Feel the power of reinvention. Notice at the end of the day what has shifted in your perspective. So this is kind of also alluding to when is a perfect time of day to do this. Um, if you're listening to this, this is um, Sunday. Um, you'll, you're going to start off the week re- recharged and refreshed. But at the end of your day, as you're going to sleep and you're reflecting on the day, these are some things to think about. Now, for external self-care, that has to do with relationships. 
relational, community, creative, and work. Okay, so it says the workplace is an environment that involves a certain amount of, and they put in quote, professionalism or control, especially in terms of the limits it imposes on our range of expression. Today, allow the energies of your wildness and your restraint to inform your efforts and expression in your job. When does it feel powerful to hold back? And when does it feel powerful to let your inner animal guide your work? Okay, so it says, when does it feel powerful to let your inner animal guide your work? So that's getting to that, you know, one hand you hold wildness, the other your quietness, and what it looks like at work. Remind yourself, I am not an animal in a cage. Ooh. I am not only an animal in a cage, I am also the cage. Okay. I am not only an animal, but I'm also the uh an animal in the cage, I'm also the cage. I love this one. Um you know, I think we're, I'm looking at the time here cuz I like to keep these under 30 minutes, but there was a lot and I think that, you know, Part of the inner work that we're going to be doing here is our relationship with, with chaos. Um, and it's definitely 5D energy because I've always wondered when I learned a little bit more about what 5D meant, it talks about how it's neutral and 4D is still contrasting between good and bad. Um, and and so I've always been curious, like, well, how do I get to neutral? What does, what does 5D, this is a 5D message because even at the beginning of the message, you could hear me talking and, and rationalizing about my understanding of, of chaos. And to me, chaos was low vibrational. But 5D is exactly what they asked here before. I'm going to try to read it again. But think about how this is neutral because now chaos is no longer a bad thing. Right? Chaos is now this thing that if you use it correctly, if you transmute the energy, now you're on an even freaking higher 5D frequency. This is insane. Listen to this understanding that it's a 5D neutral understanding of what chaos means. And now when you look at chaos through this different lens, now it's not draining anymore. Let me try to get through this. I will extend it just a little bit more, but that means um, it stops recording at 30 minutes. But if I need to go over one or two more minutes, then I will. It says, what if the idea that chaos exists in the world is an illusion? What if it only exists within us as a silent inner twin, a wily wonder of explosion, expansion that we must learn to live with? Reflect upon your relationship to chaos. Does it normally inspire you? Supercharge you? Does it drain you, leaving you feeling avoidant or stressed? Just for today, picture an inner twin inside you that carries the rabble energy of chaos. Instead of chaos being a force that conspires against you from the outside world, let yourself experience its power from within. What structures in your life make you angry and want to rebel? Because at the end of the day, not everything that is structured around us is for us. And now we're really having some fun energy about what it means to be a rebel and to break free of these structures. 
this is very complementary to Age of Aquarius, right? Age of Aquarius is about breaking free from the old paradigm and way of doing things. What daily demands or societal parameters are the hardest for you to endure? And so maybe what if we're at a tipping point where you and I are ready to break free from these societal parameters? What if we're being set free to where we no longer have to stay within those uh, confines? Let your inner chaos disrupt them. Feel the power of reinvention. And I wish I had a little bit more time with that word. Reinvention, um, illusions. What does chaos mean? Right? Notice at the end of the day what has shifted in your perspective. And um, if you want to go back and listen to the external part about how that relates for work, that's great for anybody who's still in the workplace. Um in terms of just adding a little bit of inspiration. Um, maybe this is the time for you to turn up and leverage that chaotic power. And it is reminding you there is a time to use the quietness and the and the um, wildness. Um, it did say here, it says, allow your energies of your wildness and your restraint to inform your efforts and your expression on the job. When does it feel powerful to hold back? And when does it feel powerful to let your inner animal guide your work? Beautiful energy, beautiful, you know, because a lot, um, I will say this, I will talk a little bit more about the planetary placements as we're wrapping up here in the last 40 seconds. But we are have just transitioned out of the restraint part, the Pisces part, and the Aries part. Um, the our Mercury is going into Pisces. Um, no, no, no. Jupiter is going into Pisces. Um, April eighteenth, I believe. So it's it's that difference between um, push and pull, quiet and still, quiet and wild, and we're being asked to reflect. On the appropriate times, but we're stronger when we use both our hands when we're ambidextrous. Peace.